0: The Game Changer is coming home. DJ Antonian returns to being a
1: Midlands Metalhead for 2023, serving you up Black Country
2: Brunch to get you rock and roll swinging into your Saturday afternoons and early evenings. Coming soon to MMH, the home of rock radio.
0: Time to play the game!
2: Hello folks, hello, good evening, welcome My name is Ben, you're now listening to Dancing with the Dead Here on mmhradio.co.uk I hope you're having a fantastic Saturday I really, really do Are you enjoying the shows today? Obviously I am, I mean I'm doing two of them So I'm bound to be enjoying it And are you looking forward to the prospect of the return of a Yentonian? Yeah. I have to wait and see what he's got up his sleeves When he returns with Black Country Brunch In the not too distant future Yeah. Right, what have we got for you this evening? Well, it's March. Throwback February is over, so it's now back to business as usual, which means two hours of happy, shiny new music. It's that simple, it really, really is. But tonight, we have the added bonus. Next weekend, the new story of the year. Record drops tear me to pieces, and I was lucky enough to recently speak with the singer, Dan Marsala. Now, I'm gonna have a chat with Dan. That'll be up around about half a, about half eight sort of time, so if you listen to this on the podcast, around about half an hour or so in. Around that, gonna throw some of the awesome tunes from the forthcoming record, along with the chat with Dan, and uh some new singles of other bits and bobs around the way. Okay? Okay, I hope so. We're going to kick off with some nice bouncy stuff because there's been some really cool shiny singles dropped during the February that have got loads and loads of energy. They've recently just completed a fantastic UK tour. They released it in time to try and get people to notice, but I'm not going to lie, I, I wasn't able to do it because of Throwback February. So i am going to shout about it now because I think they're awesome. It's the Dolly Rots and they dropped an amazing song in February called Still Holding On. back folks so what do you reckon how awesome are the dolly rots i'm loving that shenanigans i mean i like the dolly rots I've been a fan for many many moons and there's something just absolutely magical about that that's their current single it's called still holding on they've just recently finished as i mentioned that uk tour and that was what they dropped it in 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 preparation for the, the, the response from the shows and how happy the band looked looked like it was an amazing run i hope you got the chance to see him you went and you enjoyed it because yeah by all counts They do put on a hell of a show. Hopefully, at some point, they'll come back and I'll be able to catch them. But, yeah, not this time. Not this time. Oh, well. Right, next, Happy Days. Yes, Happy Days. All one word, but it's spelt as in a daze, as in, oh, I'm in a mess, falling over. Like, so, D-A-Z-E. One word, Happy Days. Current single. It's called Faded. the marvelous, happy days. Yes, one word: happy days. The song is called "Faded." It's their current single. I honestly think it's absolutely magical. They're currently having a little run of headline dates. I believe the last one is tonight um, at Newcastle World Headquarters. And they've been out with Bronny. Little little, little run dates were in uh, Liverpool on uh, when was that? On Wednesday? Yeah, yeah, no thursday yeah liverpool on thursday sheffield um yesterday and tonight in newcastle it's a little 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 little, little quartet based in edinburgh Bandside life in 2021 they managed to kick out their first ep last year um where is it what's it called um underground summer sound and they've kicked out a couple of singles this year i'm not gonna lie i think it's really really cool i'm loving them uh described as for fans of neck deep boston manor and between you and me I'd say that's pretty fair, although I'm not getting the Neck Deep vibes, because I, I don't like Neck Deep, whereas I do really like Happy Days. I think they sound fantastic. Bouncy, catchy, I'd say, the, I'd say the fella's got a much better singing voice than the guy from Neck Deep, which is probably why I don't get on my Neck Deep. I'm, I'm really not keen on the guy's vocals, whereas I think that chap absolutely nails it. Brilliant. Right, next, uh, keeping it in their sort of lighter, punkier sort of end of the spectrum, up next is Anchor Lane, Uh, the song is called I Don't Have Another Soul To Pour, this is one of their previous singles, but I played the the current one a little while back, so I'm going to go back a bit further, um, this one's got a real big oomph about it, so so cool, Anchor Lane, I Don't Have Another Soul To Pour. Folks, honestly, I think it's fantastic. I love the groove. The vocals are absolutely on point. It's absolutely, I, 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 yeah, it's, it truly is stunning. Uh, the band are called Anchor Lane. The song is called I Don't Have Another Soul to Poor. You can find it on their current record. Call this a reality. The record dropped in January. The band went out and smashed an absolutely monstrous tour throughout pretty much most of February. They were busy, busy, busy fellas. So I hope the tour went well. You never know. Maybe if we shout at them enough, they might do another one. You never know. You never know. I know about. I know that uh, you know budgets and such like are tight and things are hard for bands now at the moment. But go on, please. <laughs> I, don't see, I think it's brilliant. Really, we really do. Right, next we're going to keep it in that sort of slightly poppier, rockier, punky sort of type vibe for a couple. Because up next um, is a So Long Space Girl. I'm liking this. It's fun, bouncy, lots of energy in this as well. This uh, song is called Turn It Off.
1: My Shutty, I'm the ex-baldy skin basher from that there television band. Join me every Friday evening from 6 until 8 to hear Shutty Stuff, where I'll be playing classic rock and out that's a top rocking tune uh, from the year dot right up to the present day, including out that's new and really banging. Join me for Shutty Stuff, rocking, rolling, and right out of controlling. All me on MMH. The home of rock radio. Fridays 6 till 8. Don't be late.
2: Cool is that? The band are called Don't Panic. The song is called Just a Call Away. That's their well, new, current, shiny, happy single. Um, you could have caught them running around with the dolly rots. Yeah, I know, I know. I like how sort of, you know, sheg that is. <laughs> uh The uh, lyric video is out now on the social. Like you can stream it via your digital platform of choice. They describe that as being for fans of newfound Glory, Bayside and the Foo Fighters I'd say that's pretty darn fair in all honesty Lots of energy, massive massive chorus Yeah, game on, game on Go check out the lyric video on YouTube And of course, you know, other, other streaming platforms are available But the band would like to direct you towards the uh, lyric video So there you go, go check them out, I think it's really fun Yeah, you can go find them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube Nice and simple Go give them a look, don't panic Absolutely awesome, I really like that. Right, we're getting close. We're almost at the point where we're going to let, uh, let Dan come in and have a chat from the rather marvellous story of the year. But before we get there, let's another couple of singles at you. Up next, Real Friends and their new single, it's just called The Damage Is Done. What do you think of that then? Yes, Real Friends back with a new EP. It's called There's Nothing Worse Than Too Late. It dropped, when are we, last weekend? And they kicked out the, uh, the that, that particular single, The Damage Is Done, just in case you happen to miss all the rest of the bits and bobs about the record. Yeah, it's like, here you go, check it out, here's a single, it's the rest of the EP. It's all out via Pure Noise Records, and you can go and check that bad boy out now. I think it's rather fun. Yes, Real Friends back, uh, yeah, they, they, they I like the fact that real friends aren't trying to reinvent the wheel They don't seem to have made any effort to try and reinvent the wheel They're just, you know, making the wheel work really, really well (laughs) And I think it does I think it lends itself And I think it's absolutely fantastic Well played, guys Well played Right, we're going to go for next Well, before we get our mitts on a chance to chat with Dan Dead Reynolds have returned with a new single It's rather brilliant It's called Wake Up you reckon that then folks dead reynolds back with another new tune i think they've absolutely nailed it again it's smooth it's slick it's wonderfully well produced the the, the, the sonically is brilliant i think it's absolutely fantastic i really really do dead reynolds the song is called wake up happy shiny new single out now go grab it Go give it a stream right yeah, it's, I've been sitting on this for a couple of weeks now and it is time to see what Dan Masala has got to say about the new record from Story of the Year there's also chats about his history about the joyous wonder of punk rock and the future of punk rock thank you very much for taking the time Dan we're going to throw a few singles in from the band in preparation for the record next, month, next week as well so yeah what did Dan have to say for himself when asked about the new Story of the Year record and who he thinks the future of punk rock is find out right now
1: M-M-H the home of rock radio
2: Hopefully it will go well. I must admit, on the strength of the singles, I, I'm, I'm hoping people are going to buy the record. It sounds absolutely fantastic. Thank you. Yes,
3: I'm. I'm excited. I, I'm, we're always pretty confident about the new stuff, but uh, this one is going over great with everybody, and I think it's going to work. I think. I think we I think we're onto
2: something here. I, I think so. There's. As I mean, having gone back and listened to some of the previous stuff, it was a little bit lighter in comparison to this. This one feels like there's a bit more bombast, a bit more oomph to it. I must admit, I'm liking the slightly beefier sound with this one. Um, something like, I mean, "War" being a key example sounds absolutely monstrous. Was it was it uh, was was it a, a, a sort of like a, an intentional change to bring a bit more anger, or sort of a bit more a bit anger is the wrong, but a bit
3: more of an aggressive sort of tone to the style of the music. No, there's we never have a straight goal. Like when we go into it, it's just write songs, and when you like something, you like it. But uh, I think a lot of that is. Uh, due to our producer, Colin Britton, who did this record, he's just, he just has, he has such great tones and he in, he influenced us to go in different directions and try new things on a few things. Like on War, that was one that uh, we rewrote like three, four different times. And then like we had a, the verse was always the same, but we had a different chorus and that big intro, like awesome riff, yeah. the big heavy riff, uh, that wasn't originally there. So that all kind of evolved in the studio. So um, yeah, I think a lot of that had to do with him and just, just you know the, the inspiration in the studio, but, but yeah, I mean we just write songs. Sometimes they're heavy, sometimes they're not. You always want to you know have the most intense, awesome music that you can. But yeah. you know you never know what's going to come up.
2: Very true, very true. I mean it's, it's, I, I, was, I was listening to um, the first few singles with my wife before we got around to before Emma sent us the, the, the whole album. For me, she something that stood out for her. She picked out Youngblood and Bring Me the Horizon as two sort of sonic sort of comparisons. Would you say yeah. that's fair, or would you say that you've picked up on them over the time when this album was being made?
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, and they're definitely two people who are doing really well in this scene right now. So yes, uh, I think just the modern sound is hmm. like we we didn't purposely try to do any of that, but um, but yeah, I think just the production and just the way that Colin does things that it, it lends to uh to sound more more like that modern sound. Um, yeah, we've been a band for so long that. I don't even know what influences us anymore. I'm like, <laughs> I'm sure, you know, you hear things and you're like, okay, cool, that's cool. And that'd be yeah, yeah. a fun thing to try. But the, the stuff I listen to is still like 90s skate punk <laughs> stupid stuff that has has nothing to do with, with our band. But so yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah, influences come from all over the place. So yeah, uh, I, I definitely could see that, you know, those that has those vibes to it. Some of, some of the stuff it does.
2: I see it's i like um it kind of leads on quite nicely you said about how the 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 90s sort of punk sort of type vibe one thing that really struck me from the lyrical point of view it reminded me of how um art alexis from
3: everclear writes his
2: songs it's very much like a oh, storytelling yeah. sort of aspect within the lyrics which i really really enjoyed
3: yeah i think his lyrics are awesome uh and yeah that that's that that i definitely get more inspiration lyrically from like you know the older punk stuff that i like and but i don't know you know Like I said, it can be be anything that inspires anything. You never know. It
2: it feels very much like a storytelling sort of style point of view from the lyrics. And, you know, as I mean, there are some punk bands that that obviously are very political and obviously politics and and rock music is very much a, 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 a pressure point at the moment with the way the world is. Um, in comparison, yeah. you know, it, these, just hearing nice storytelling about—I mean, something for example like 2005—it feels very much of that moment, and it's—I don't know—it seems easier to engage with the story than someone trying to ram some politics down your throat.
3: Yeah, that—that that was definitely a conscious decision because we have borderline, you know, went into political style lyrics and some of our middle records. And uh, I've realized that as much as I am into those kind of bands, and like like a band like Bad Religion or something, who's one of my favorite bands, I love when they do it. I don't really love whenever we do that kind of stuff because it just doesn't connect the same way. Uh, so yeah, we definitely focused on keeping it very personal. And the last couple records, you know, it's just like, I, I feel that the fans and myself, when I sing these songs, I connect way more if I'm, if I'm telling something from a personal point of view. And yeah, if it's more of a story or, just something deep that, even if it makes no sense, but at least I know what it means, it's like, I, I love that way more. Uh Like a recent, more recent band like The Wonder Years, I love their lyrics, I love the way he does that same thing. It's like, it's a, more of a story and yeah, just very introspective and I, I love that kind of stuff now.
2: Um, So the record is out at the beginning of March, March the 11th, yes?
3: Yes, Excellent or the stuff. 10th, March 10th, I don't it's know, March one 10th. of those days. I, must admit, I can't tell from looking at the calendar I, I, <laughs> I think it's I think it's the 10th but we have a show we have a release party show on the 11th so I get confused if it's the 10th or the 11th but yeah that could be Whatever. where I'm getting myself mixed up yeah <laughs> it's, it's one of those days <laughs> um so yeah
2: the release party got is it uh, red jumpsuit apparatus apparatus and um who's the other bands because uh, it's three of, is it the three of you on the bill
3: uh yeah the other band is uh, a local band from St. Louis uh, called Fight back Mountain but yeah yeah we're excited to have red jumpsuit come in we've uh been friends with them for a while and trying to at least we, we got a bunch of touring coming up uh, unfortunately none on on your in your area yet but uh we're doing australia and uh and then we got some u.s stuff in in the summer but uh we wanted to at least just like kick off the the record with with the hometown show we have an amazing place here called the pageant that we're playing at and uh we have a lot of love here in st louis for us so we we always try to uh, start the record out with a big one here.
2: Seems fair, seems fair. Yeah, because I spotted spotted as well as you point out you're over on that other side of the planet because you're doing Indonesia as well, aren't you?
3: Yes, Indonesia and Australia, yeah. Coming up uh, a couple weeks after the record comes out. Happy days. Yeah, a lot of flying, (laughs) a lot of fun. (laughs) Uh, So, well, where's the furthest field
2: that you've played? Have you done done that side of the world before or is it your first time over there?
3: No, we've done Australia probably, I don't know, seven or eight times and uh, been to Indonesia a few times as well. Yeah, we do Japan a lot. We used to do uh, a lot of Asian stuff. It's weird because I've been doing a bunch of interviews with uh, people in the UK and in, I did a German one earlier today, but it's been so long. Like, we, we it's so expensive to try to tour Europe at all. Mm-hmm. And it's just so hard for us to get there. We've, we've had a lot of offers and, and recently even in stuff that we keep trying to get there, but it's just monetarily, it's, it's almost impossible for us to do it. I don't know why, but uh so yeah unfortunately we don't come to your your area very often but
2: no europe does
3: seem We to
2: need have, to uh, it, it it's, it's i think i think it's i think yeah europe does appear to have gotten very very expensive a lot of other bands from your part of the world have said the same thing that coming over here is just it it, it seems untenable at the moment and, and i'm not quite yeah. sure why but it just I, I think i think between the visas and all that sort of snags i know that touring in the uk has become very very costly from what i've been been led to believe i must admit i barely leave my own county so i don't know but um yeah, <laughs> <laughs> apparently it's it's yeah. yeah. Tour in the UK can be very very costly, which is a shame. But you know, I can appreciate that you got to do what you got to do. There's only so much money that can be made from these things. I mean, you guys, as you point yeah. out, you've been here. You were signed to Epitaph in, in, in the early days, in the early days, weren't you? You sort of moved through. Yeah. So you've seen how it's gone from physical into digital sales. How are you finding yep. the move into the digital world? are You finding it has helped the band or hindered the
3: band? I I think it's great uh, you know when we came out 20 years ago page avenue came out in 2003 it was a completely different world music wise you know uh we there was there was no streaming at all i mean like there were, I guess there was already like mp3s and stuff Yeah, there was but but it was all hard cd sales you know mm-hmm. and yeah. it was a totally different world and We sold a million records, physical copies of a million records on that record. It's so weird to think about. Now it's like you don't even think about if you sell anything. It's just how many streams do you get? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, obviously the access is way better and technology is great. And we have every song ever written just on our phones now, just instantly, which that is awesome. Um, It does make it harder to get people's attention and to, you know, get your, you know, to go through the craziness of, of everything but but for us who a band who's already established it's fine and it's pretty easy but i can't imagine being a new band right now and trying to to get through all the the madness it's like it's it's hard the access is great though
0: hello metalheads tina c here Join me, The Early Bird, every Saturday morning, 11am to midday, for an hour of rock and metal from classic to new releases, getting you up an atom, because you know what The Early Bird gets. I got the I got the Only on MMH, the home of
3: rock radio.
0: cut me deep with the knife between your teeth you just smile and watch me bleed but this won't take your pain away at all you cut me open leave me broken just to feel alive you let me suffer can't recover You fall. Did you get what you came in for? Why you're wishing me the best But this won't take your pain away at all The higher the wall, the harder you fall Did you get what you came in for? Did you come to start a war? This game will kill you when you swear. Did you get what you came in for? Fall
2: But at the same time i would imagine if you wanted to be a new band and you want to make an impact having a fantastic video like the one for war would probably be a really good place to start how much fun was that to make
3: super fun uh (laughs) that was part of why we did that because normal videos for songs aren't really that necessary i guess anymore because now it's just you need a clip for instagram you need like a TikTok video or something but uh but we still wanted to you know just make videos and we we had a whole different normal treatment where we just were gonna play it and you know look cool and just try to try to be a cute story of the year guys, but yeah. uh, it was like man that nobody's gonna care if we do that. It's like nobody wants to see that. It's been done a million times. Let's do a funny video finally. So yeah, we just came up with all the most ridiculous ideas we could, and uh, it was way more fun. And now now it's like we don't ever want to do a serious video again. <laughs> but it, it was it was it, it was it was a good song to do it too because. It's it's not like a funny lyrical song, but no. it's not real specific. It's just kind of like a, you know, it's it's not like a, a break heartbreaking love story or anything. So you can get away with being kind of ambiguous with the the uh, imagery. Yeah. So it was perfect. I love it. It, it was super fun. <laughs>
2: uh, it is really cool. I mean, uh, that's the. I mean, I didn't. I after hearing, I heard the song before I watched the video, and yeah, the song. Yeah. It's uh, uh, after because you, you did this, the the first few singles nice and light and bouncy and kind of. You know there's, there's energy and this is all well and good but then yeah as you mentioned you know, that when that riff comes it's like oh 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 where'd that come from and then yeah i, I didn't expect the video to be anywhere like it was
3: it's like oh this this is awesome <laughs> yeah it kind of it's kind of distracting <laughs> you watch the video and you you don't you almost don't hear the song It's like what is happening right now like what is yeah I, I a lot of my friends have been like yeah i had to watch the video a few times to even hear the song and it's like it's so so ridiculous which is good. That's fun. Well, yeah.
2: I mean, it's, it feels very much like without you have to get that viral sort of type thing. You know, your your, your TikTok sort of thing, your, your clip or, or your thing for your reel on Instagram. I mean, has yeah. are, 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 how are you guys finding adapting to that? I mean, is the marketing changing for you guys with the with the move forward?
3: Yeah, I guess. I mean, we're not we're not real good at that kind of stuff because we, we you know we came up in a different time where we didn't have to worry about that. But. Uh, you know, we're we're learning and stuff, but luckily our management has people who do most of that kind of shit for us. So, uh, but we're uh, we're trying to get better at it. I definitely am not good at TikTok yet. I don't really understand it at all. I scroll through it and I like it, but I don't know. I have never. I don't post things on there. No, I must be, it's uh... it's so hard now because you can't just be a musician. You can't. You have to be a, a marketing genius and a businessman. And you know, it's like the, the music world is so different now. You can't just be like, cool, I like music and I'm going to just show up and play, you know. You have to be so good at all these different skill sets now. It's crazy.
2: It is. it is. I mean, it's, it's something that's come across from talking to a few people recently. It's that same sort of idea that you have to be like a social media guru as well as a songwriter or a singer. <laughs> then you're a performer. Then you got to be a video director or producer and an editor and all these bits and bobs to have control. Yeah, it, yeah. Like like you were saying before, the, the 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 challenges for new bands seems absolutely insurmountable to get through. I'm I'm just thankful that there are still some. I mean, we still see a lot of new bands coming. Do you think they're going to be stepping up to that stage? We, I mean, what do you think is going to happen? Where is going to be the next Bad Religion or the next Offspring or the next Green Day? Do you think <laughs> there's going to be bands to a similar sort
3: of level? I don't know. I I I would assume so. I mean, you know, the the main thing is the music's always the most important. You know. Uh, you can you can write a half ass decent song and then promote it right and make it big, I guess, but a great song is still a great song. So there's always going to be bands that play amazing music and they will cut through the, you know, through the other stuff. And, uh, you know, it, it, it is simple, although it's so complicated and crazy now, but if you're just, if you write good songs, it's going to work, you know. So I, I have faith that, yes, it will always continue to the right the right music's going to make it through always yes I like that positivity yes yes
2: yes <laughs> <laughs> I will keep I'll keep telling myself that at least <laughs> something yeah something will yes it will it will um yeah. all right uh, okay so let's dive into the album a little bit so let's let's have a bit of an explore what was, what's your favorite song from there do you have a favorite or is it like picking your favorite kid
3: yeah I don't know it, it not, not it, it changes all the time but yeah I don't I don't know yeah uh <laughs> I, the, I, it's weird. I haven't actually listened to the whole record in a little while cuz when we finished it mm-hmm. it was like you listen to it a lot and then I kind of burnt myself out on it. So now I'm like now I go back in and I'm like, "Oh, oh that song's cool." I haven't I didn't I didn't love that one at first, but now I love that one. Um <laughs> like the, like uh, I, I think tearing to pieces was like the best representation of the whole record. Okay. It has like the it's it's got catchiness, it's got uh the heavy parts and it's got it's upbeat it's got like a little more punk beat and then it's just got a little bit of everything the story of the year does so that was like immediately we all loved that one like that has to go first on the record that's that's the one that we want to represent and weirdly enough war was not up on the top of my list at first because like i said we had rewritten every part of it a few times and it just kind of got lost in in the shuffle and i was like is that song good i don't know you never know until you finish these things. There's a song called Sorry About Me later on the record that, that almost didn't get finished because Colin, the producer, he was like, he was like, why don't we just do 10 and then keep that song for an extra song? And we were like, man, but I really like it because mm-hmm. it just wasn't done yet. And we didn't know. We didn't know where it was going to go. Yeah. But now that it's done, it's like when I listen to it now, I'm like, oh, man, I can't imagine not having that on the record because I love that song. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it changes daily, you know, just whatever you're feeling that day. <laughs>
2: What was inspired? Was it you guys did um, some sort of album anniversary playthroughs as well towards the end of last year, didn't you?
3: Yeah, yeah, we did. uh, We did some live streams, and then we did. uh, We actually played them all live as well. It was great.
0: down again when i had your back and you had mine life's complicated can we turn back time Standing on the roof. Remember that one December where we broke down in the cold? We made it a long night, drinking till daylight. A million miles from home, throwing bottles and exit signs. No consequences, just endless time. Standing on the rooftop. Time-
2: So do you think that's gonna make it easier or harder to integrate the new songs into your set? As ultimately, as we all know how it works, you do your new tour for your new album, so you obviously have to pepper it more with the new stuff. But you yeah. you think it's gonna be easier now since you've just gone out and smashed the old tunes? It's it gonna be easier to leave <laughs> some of the behind a bit more and go, let's, let's just play the new ones?
3: Yeah, it, it's, it's fun to just have new songs in general, Just, but we aren't gonna play only new stuff, you know. but we, we are excited to throw a few of the new songs in different ways I don't know it depends on what tour it is and you know what we're doing but um but yeah it was it's weird because learning a whole record that you wrote 15 years ago is weird because a lot of those songs we never played like the black swan there was probably five or five or six songs on that record that we had never played live so when we learned that whole record it was like okay because once you get into three four records you don't play every song anymore you know it's like you have 60 70 songs so you you pick and choose but yeah (laughs) Um, but yeah, so, so it, it was weird to like dig in and relearn a lot of stuff. And that's always how it, every, every tour we do, it's like, we have to relearn everything. We're, we're kind of all lazy in the, in between. And then it's like, okay, uh, how do we play our songs? So every tour it's so like you would think you would, I mean, there's like, there's like until the day I die and stuff. We, we know that we've played it 10,000 times, but, uh, any of the other any of the deep cuts it's always a learning process so yeah it'll be fun to put some new ones in there
2: is there anything from the new record that you just find yourself going i don't know if i want to play that one live or have you sort of tipped these all towards potential live songs
3: i don't know i'm sure there's going to be some that we won't play maybe for a while for a long time just because i know that's how that works but yeah there's always (laughs) in the studio it's like i'll hit notes where i'm like man there's no way i'm going to pull that off live (laughs) but it's like but what colin colin will just be like uh just do it man just do it it sounds awesome i'm like i know okay fine (laughs) so in the in the early days i would only sing things that i knew i could hit live yeah because because you know we were going to play everything but now it's, it's it's fun to experiment in the studio and be like i might not ever pull that off but it sounds awesome so let's do it
2: okay so who for you would be your ideal touring partner band who would you like to play with who you haven't played with yet
3: oh man yeah we've we've been lucky and have been able to tour with a lot of great awesome bands um you know they're like the, the the two biggest mainstream kind of bands that that we always say we would want, love to tour with it's like if if foo fighters would take us out on tour we would do that um i'd say foo fighters and green day are like uh, yes. like the two that are like the biggest bands that we wouldn't necessarily usually be able to tour with mm-hmm. uh any band in our genre like we've toured we've played with everybody you know and we love we have so many great friends and We've been fortunate enough. But yeah, we uh, we toured with Linkin Park in 2004. I mean, that was just insanity. Uh, we got to tour with Deftones back in the day. Like just so many awesome, huge bands that it's been amazing. We've been very lucky. So I, I think Green Day is the only band that, I, that we have not actually played with that I really love and I would love to play with Green Day someday.
2: Is it? Oh, wow. I, see, I mean, because, I mean, you guys, you've, you've hit all the various sort of summer tours and such, like, you know, across all the big summer shows in the States. How have you missed? But how, how have you two I, just missed? I mean...
3: I don't know. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, because we have played shows with Foo Fighters and stuff, like festival things, but never with Green Day. I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah. They were like, like I said, I was 90s kind of punk rock stuff was like my, my big my favorite stuff but uh, i was into like grunge and like nirvana and all that stuff but then green day was kind of like the crossover green day and offspring and stuff like that's where i was like oh there's like this side of this cool thing and that's what dug me deeper into punk rock later but you know so they're they're just uh they got me into a lot of stuff
2: it's great yeah i I think it was 94 95 you had that sort of like holy trinity of smash dookie and out come the wolves and it's like oh yeah I remember those three records and then Weezer's Blue Album came along and yeah, I was sold. And the whole world changed for Love. me. Like those two years. Absolutely. Like, those wow. were all
3: very influential on me,
2: yes. Massive records. Um, so what's your favorite Green Day album then?
3: I was just talking about this last night uh, <laughs> with some friends. Uh, I mean, they're all great. Dookie is amazing. But I think that Insomniac, the one right after Dookie, I think the fact that they came out with a more punk rock record when mm. they were the biggest band on the planet, I think Insomniac is like, my favorite record yeah it's weird Uh, if i go back and listen to it now i'm still like whoa this record's fucking great um (laughs) but you know i love kerplunk i love dookie i i I even love american idiot i didn't love uh the one after that 21st century breakdown or something but i mean i think i think i think all the records have good stuff i mean you know they're great
2: there's something I think there's something to be enjoyed across the whole lot, but yeah, I think um, I think I think 21st century and then the, the 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 three album package, dose tres was that was stretching it a bit. Yeah,
3: I, I did I did I didn't listen to that much, but it's but uh, I, there was there was, I, there was some good stuff I remember, but
2: I I just love the fact that they got to the point where they could go, should we do three albums? Yeah, why not? And the world went, all right, yeah. we can't really argue yeah. that, yeah. but um, yeah, yeah, we'll just do it.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you guys yeah. ever
2: been tempted to do a double album?
3: Uh, no. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> we're our, our process. Well, we write a lot. Like we have like sixty or seventy songs that we wrote for this new record, yeah. uh, like song ideas. You know, not fully com- completed songs, but uh, so we always have enough music to do that. But but no, we're so picky and like getting just narrowed down to like ten is or twelve or whatever. Yeah. That's hard enough. So we we wouldn't we wouldn't be able to do that
2: (laughs) that seems fair that seems fair you've met you said you aren't the social media guru but do you have your social Mm -hmm. tags and your website address to be able to shamelessly plug your future record
3: of course well yeah (laughs) uh, at story of the year on everything uh i do i do i do instagram i'm pretty you know i use it only for promotional i don't take beautiful selfies and and uh it's just about my band but yeah it's just my name at dan marcella uh but yeah, I don't know, maybe I'll start uh I'll start doing some more nude photos to like get more get more likes and well, to promote the new record, you know?
2: <laughs> Depends on we where gotta, you it. You know, you can place you the album this copy out.
3: somewhere. You know,
2: just to show there's ways around it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, are you guys going to be dropping physical copies of the record? I know that Nuclear Blast are still and um, are still quite heavy with with their actual physical versions of it. So, that, is there like vinyl and CD versions of it kicking?
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's coming out on uh, Shark Tone Records, so uh, they're they're doing the vinyl, and I think they're doing CDs and everything uh you know for the, the seven people in the world who still want them uh, but yeah we're we'll definitely doing a vinyl we we've been throwing around i still around, have an ipod
2: uh, i need a physical copy so far behind. yes
3: <laughs> um get your your disc man out and walk around uh yeah i th- we've been joking about uh making cassettes just for the novelty of it but i think we might actually do that but you know, it's it's fun to just have all this stuff. Like physical copies are still awesome, especially yeah. for the artwork and stuff. It, it is, yes. it's still, especially for older people who were grew up on that. It's like, I love it, but uh, yeah, it's not really necessary anymore.
2: It does feel like it. It really, really does. It's all about getting onto that playlist, isn't it? And, and sort of getting in that way, which I, I kind of I, I kind of like to an extent. But it just feels like everything's being curated for you. It's not quite so much exploration as it used to be. But
3: you know, yeah, yeah, it's weird it's you know, yeah now now whenever Spotify adds us to a, a playlist it's like that's like we got to add it it's it's the equivalent of getting added to a big radio station or something now our yeah. manager will be like well we got the we got the big rock playlist and it's like cool I don't I guess that's good I think that's good I don't know <laughs> it's like sweet <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, of, it's, it's, it's weird
2: yeah, it's all about them streams all about them streams apparently yeah but yeah thank you for taking the time it's been an absolute pleasure man it really really has
3: no problem honestly no the problem the, yeah
2: the, the, the the record, uh yeah, it absolutely slays. I'm not gonna lie, I listened to it maybe three, four times off the bat in a row. It's awesome. it, it really sort of holds your attention. It yeah, the, it's absolutely awesome. awesome. Truly, truly amazing. Um sincerely Thank you. all the best with the release. I hope it goes absolutely amazing. And I hope somehow we can work out some way to make you some more money in the UK so you've got a reason to come over and play <laughs> some shows. Um
3: Yes, there are there are talks of doing things next year for sure, and we have offers now and I think it's gonna work out, but I don't I think it's gonna be a little while still, but but we will be there soon, I promise.
2: I shall carry on hoping for you.
3: <laughs> yes.
2: Awesome. <laughs> thank you very much, dude. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Take thank care, Thank you. Buddy. Appreciate it. No problem. All right. We'll see you
1: soon. Right. Bye-bye, man. Bye. Mmh. The home of rock radio.
0: Hey what's up everybody this is Sarah Wizbanger of the Wizbanger Show inviting you to hang out with me every Friday from 2 to 4 in California 5 to 7 in New York City 10 to midnight in the UK 11 to 1 a.m. Central European time let me ease you into your weekend with the very best of the heavy underground right here on MMH the home of rock radio
1: Hey, oh, now then. Uh, my name's Shutty. I'm the ex-baldy skin basher from that there television band. Join me every Friday evening from 6 until 8 to hear Shutty Stuff, where I'll be playing classic rock and out that's a top rocking tune uh, from the year dot right up to the present day, including out that's new and really banging. Join me for Shutty Stuff. Rocking, rolling, and right out of controlling. All me on MMH. The home of rock radio. Fridays 6 till 8. Don't be late. Tell
0: me to pieces and swallow me Cause I can't kill all the anxiety Tell me to pieces among my knees I'm suffocating and I can't break
2: folks, hello, welcome back. My name is Ben. You're listening to Dancing with the Dead here on mmhradio.co.uk. We've just entered the second hour, and um yeah, big big love to Dan Marsala for my uh, story of the year there for taking the time to have a chat with me about yeah, the new Story of the Year record. It's called Tear Me to Pieces. It drops next week, next Friday, Friday the 10th. It is fantastic. It really, really is. I think mean, there's just something magical about it. I'm not quite sure how or what it is. You manage to veer through punk, through metal, through rock elements of old school sort of like '90s skate punk, a bit of sort of '90s hardcore in places. It's not heavy, heavy. There's sort of uh, sort of tones and sort of riffs. that sort of evoke that sort of vibe. It's um, yeah. It's it's a really good record. It really, really is. I feel very, very lucky to have had the chance to listen to it, and um, yeah. It absolutely nails it and um, big love to uh to dan for taking the time to, to, to have a chat as you can see absolutely fantastic bloke it was a real real fun thing to have a chance to have a chat with him about it absolutely brilliant truly truly was really enjoyed it nothing but fun um yeah as you, um, as you heard throughout the course of the interview, we threw in a couple of tracks from the record. We kicked off, the first song you would have heard was War, their current single. Actually no, the current single was 2005, it was a previous single. <laughs> um, as mentioned uh, in the interview there with Dan, go check out the video, it's ridiculous fun, it really, really is. Um, and yeah, yeah, Then we played the current single, 2005, and we finished on the title track Tear Me To Pieces there at the end of it. Um, which was the first single released from the, from the record last year, and yeah. It is absolutely immense. So, 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 so good. Go and check that record out. Um, yeah, story of the year. Uh, 10 Minute Pieces is out next Friday. Go check them out. There's like five, I think was it four or five singles available to stream now. There's videos kicking around on YouTube and such. like, So you've got plenty of opportunities to go and get some of that into your ears. So yeah, go do it now. Cool. actually you no, know, but not now. What about? Stay here. <laughs> Don't go do that now. Stay here and listen to the show. And once the show finishes at 10, Go check it out then, all right? Or if you listen to this on the podcast, wait till the podcast finishes, yeah? Then, then hop over to Spotify or YouTube, whichever way you want to roll with it. Um, but yeah, whichever way you're listening to the show, thank you very much for taking the time. Um, so yeah, as I mentioned, my name is Ben. This is MMH Radio. The show that you're listening to at the moment is Dancing with the Dead. We focus on new music. The first half of the show was uh, mainly sort of punk for the first sort of half an hour or so. Then that awesome chat with Dan Masala, Story of the Year. Next we're going to start go some slightly more rockier sort of flavor so up next up first is Ria, spelled R I Y A H and this is her current single it's called Perfect
0: Kiss my overmate lipstick lip Show me, no mercy. Show me no mercy Rip my skin Created by
2: Drink that then, folks. Honestly, I think it is absolutely fantastic. I really, really do. It's, she's got a similar sort of vibe to Nick's, which I think is absolutely brilliant. The same sort of vibe. Um, there's there's something sort of very hypnotic about it, and I think it works brilliantly. Um, the, uh, the the young lady Maria Kaya if I pronounce that incorrectly, sincere apologies, um, has said, I'm excited to see this new chapter roll out with this new EP. I've spent almost two years figuring out which way to go. And these songs might feel like baby steps to some, but for me, it's a gigantic leap into my passion. The video for the song is out now. It's available to stream via, uh, via your chosen digital platform. Uh, the young lady Maria was part of um, Ivy Crown from from, from Denmark. Um, that particular band managed to get over three million streams and huge national tours around their own country before you know COVID landed and it took her into a slightly different direction. The uh, forthcoming EP entitled "Ripped Jeans" um, they're describing it as a balanced mix of Billie Eilish-inspired hooks and rock riffage. So. Honestly, with her vocals, the way they set they are, I think it sounds rather marvellous. I really, really do. I'm looking forward to it. You want to go check it out? You can. As I said, there's a, uh, there's a, there's a video for Perfect kick it About. You can find her on Facebook. It's Ria, spelled um, R-I-Y-A-H, C-P-H. Um, you can also find her at I'm Ria Official on... Um, uh, Instagram, and I am Rhea on the wonder of TikTok. Go and check her work out. Honestly, I Honestly, think it's absolutely fantastic. The, the single stood out. It really sort of just, yeah, it stands out because there's, there's something wonderfully hypnotic, and yeah, the, the riff is fantastic. Her vocal is absolutely fantastic, too. I mean, It's a style that I really, really enjoy. So yeah, looking forward to seeing what else comes next. So what are we going to do next? We are going to go for Izzy and the Black Trees. Uh, this is the current single from their current record The record is called Revolution Comes in Waves And it's their third single from it This is Liberates.
0: I see it around her eyes She scares money at figure Spreading charms over dirty
2: There you go, that was Izzy and the Black Trees. The song is called Liberate, you can find it on their current record, Revolution Comes in Waves. The band originally formed in a western Polish town and have now relocated to London, made up of the three piece of Izzy, uh, Marius and Matthias and Lucas. Um, they make themselves quite the fantastic little racket. I must admit, I'm really rather taken with them, I really, really am. I love the groove, I love the swagger. Yes, I really, really am liking that. I want to go check them out. It's Izzy and the Black Trees, all one word, on Instagram, on Facebook, um, izzyandtheblacktrees.bandcamp.com. Same with SoundCloud. Of course, you can stream them via YouTube or Spotify go and find them give them some love there's a little collection of bits and bobs kicking around on their bandcamp page we've got seven releases they've got two eps and an album so yeah go and find them seriously in the izzyintheblacktrees.bandcamp.com you can grab the bits and bobs from there it's absolutely marvelous i really am very very taken with that very very taken with that the uh, yeah i love the groove really really like the groove it's marvelous right we're gonna go next oh my god we're gonna run out of time sorry it's gonna run over the airports. the output's gonna be a bit late sorry <laughs> but you know these things happen um how are we gonna do it we're gonna do, we're gonna go let's go ludicrous um entering eurovision this year yeah eurovision voyager i'm still not quite sure how we get australia into eurovision but i don't care the song's absolutely amazing go check out the video this is the Euro, the australian eurovision entry it's voyager and promise
0: Have you ever done anything like this before? Have you ever done anything like this before? If you've never done anything like this before, then you haven't been alive. Have you ever shut all the open doors? Have you ever just walked out on your Have you ever just lost your mind when you tried to unwind? Are you coming right back for more? here
2: Every Saturday from 6 to 8pm, Pedal to the Metal takes to the air with a blast of everything that is rock and metal. I like to think of it as the lucky dip bag of MMH, as you never know what you
0: are going to get. So join me, Mark Parker, every Saturday night from 6 to 8pm on MMH, the home of rock radio. Dreams interfere
2: From Eurovision on one side to potential Eurovision on the other. Yes, Australia's Eurovision entry, Voyager, um, which we put before the break. I know, I know, I'm not quite sure how that happened, but I think it's brilliant. It's called Promise. Um, and, uh, yeah, this side of the break, Lord of the Lost. Their title, the title track of their current record, Blood and Glitter, has been nominated. Um, the event took place last night. I haven't watched it yet, so I don't know what the results are. I'm going to find out at some point, because I must admit. I, I would, I'm would, intrigued, so I'm going to go check that chance out later. Um... Absolutely brilliant. That particular track is called Leaving the Planet Earth. I think it's the fourth single from their Blood and Glitter record. Blood and Glitter is an absolute monster of a record. they I, I love how they've always done the gothy thing so, so well. But they've sort of embraced almost like a slightly poppier sort of style sound for this particular event. And... It works so, so well. The songs sound absolutely massive, but it's just the thing though. I mean, on the flip side, besides the very poppy sort of sound that they've got on some of the songs, something like Leave Your Hate in the comments is a much bigger, beefier, much more direct, heavy smash in the face of a sort of song. It's a real sort of slippery weasel of a record, but it's so, so good. Everything they aim for, and there are a few different scattershot attempts, they nail all of them. And it's, it's a truly, truly stunning piece of work. It really, really is. The band are called Lord of the Lost, that was Leaving the Planet Earth. It's a current single from their brilliant record, Blood and Glitter, which dropped at the end of last year. Next, we're going to go to Stone Yes, Midland's own Stone Broken. A nice, big, awesome, massive rock sound. I'm going to lead these straight into Those Damn Crows afterwards on the other side as well. Another band, who again, British, doing awesome big rock sounds. Stone Broken, song's called Stronger. Broken. the song is called Stronger, it's a bonus track added to the uh, slightly swanky digital version of their current record, Revelation. Revelation was released recently, I think was it last year? Last year it came out uh, via Spinefarm Records. Uh, The uh, frontman Richard said, we are pleased to bring the Revelation experience to a whole new level with the digital release of the expanded version. We spent a lot of time crafting the album, but also created alternative reimagined versions of some of the songs which we were just as proud of. We also got to show our appreciation to other artists with our interpretation of their work One of which is a cover of Crawling by Linkin Park That band had a massive impact on me growing up So it seemed right to pay tribute to Chester We hope you enjoy it as much as we enjoyed creating it Yes, it's true, it's true, it's true, it's true true. So yeah, they've just finished another massive UK tour Because, you know, Stonebroken are a busy, busy, busy band Uh, The deluxe edition, the digital version of that particular record Is out now Go and check it out, go and spot them, they're absolutely fantastic I know they're not exactly breaking down any walls or anything like that But they, what they are doing, they're doing really, really well And that's the bit that I love most about it They're doing something well You know, There are a lot of bands that do things and they get and they get all the places and they're terrible These guys, at least they're doing it really, really well Yeah, they're not reinventing the wheel, but they're not trying to They're just making awesome big rock songs Game on to them Right, where are we going to go next? Next, we are going to go for, as I said before, Those Damn Crows, another fantastic British band bringing big rock and doing their own thing with it. And uh, this is their current single, it's called Takedown.
0: Think you're ticking me down? Well, yeah. You- we down.
1: Freak DJ Mitz. The Rock and Roll Penitentiary presents The Other Side.
0: A show that has no direction and mixed genres from different decades. But
2: it's loaded with nonsense and nostalgia that could swing any way it
0: likes. Cheeky. So join him.
1: And join her every last Saturday of the month for something different.
0: The other side, only on MMH, the home of rock radio. <laughs> Jesus. You smell. That's your breath, dude.
2: Welcome back, folks! Welcome back. That was Dead Life. The song is called Obsolete, and that is the Three Force remix. It also features the very, very distinctive vocals of Clayton, a Scandroid on that particular track. Check it out. We are now in the fixed corner. Oh yes, it's been a month since we last threw down and threw some fixed stuff at you for 20 minutes, and that is exactly what we're doing now. Up next, becco from his record Present, Day, well, from his forthcoming record Present Day Present Time. It's Reboot Myself featuring Tired Violence. problem Do you reckon then, folks, those harsh, harsh vocals of tired violence there delivered over Becca's very Chester-esque sort of star vibe? I'm really liking that. Uh, Becco has said a lot of this concept album, present day, present time, um, as uh, this song is a deep conversation with the inside self. It's when you understand that you need to change to be better you, and you will follow into the darkness to destroy your personality and recreate a new self like you are a robot or a machine, rebooting yourself, hence Reboot Myself. Absolutely fantastic. Well, go check out his Bits of Bob's Instagram, Twitter, uh, Becco Music, all one word, and Facebook, it's Becco666. There you go. I think it's absolutely brilliant. I'm sure you should do. You can also find him on Spotify and BeccaMusic.com if you want to go and hit him up directly. The, the, the fellow is kicking out work all over the damn place. Seriously, I think, I think that's his second single this year. It's absolutely nuts. It really, really is. Right, we're going to carry on down through this shenanigans because we've got so much more to try and fit in. I've got barely 12 minutes left and I've got a lot of other stuff we want to try and shoehorn into this shenanigans before we go because we are in the fixed corner. Oh, yes, I love this bit of the show. Up next, brand new and China's going to be a bit noisier in comparison to the other bits. Fight the Fade are back, and they've got their fellow fixed alumni with them, the amazing Daedric, on their new single is called Scratching. It's so good isn't it fight the fade i mean i'm not gonna I'm a, I'm a big fan of the band generally but my good god it's so fresh her vocals are absolutely on point i love that varied that vibe the, the jump in between the aggression and the melody I, yikes, it's so good. So, 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 so good. Right, we're now going to flip it over to the other side and we're going to chill out with a couple of awesome synthy-flavoured electronic shenanigans to round out this chunk. But the new record is due Sharpish Mega Drive, a legend within the synthwave scene that's been working his way through bits and bobs across the fixed alert roster for the last six, seven months or so. His current one is called Threat Signal Loss. This is so cool. I love this. This is Mega Drive. The song is called Threat Signal Loss. My name is Ben. You have been listening to Dancing with the Dead on mmhradio.co.uk. We got one more left. Ah oh, the beat on that is so fresh. I love the build, the vibe. Oh my god. Love synthwave so much, so much. going to finish up with Code 7 and their current single. It's called Redeemer. That's going to be coming at you in just a moment. I just want to say thank you very, very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed your time with us this evening. We'll be back next week for two hours of fresh, shiny new music like we do every week. Nothing but wall-to-wall new stuff, apart from maybe April. Then we might look at some festival stuff for a bit. (laughs) But seriously, thank you very much for listening, folks. Code 7 coming at you right next.